This time on TNT. Do you belong to the city? Part two. We play some slow jams and reflect on them. And we revisit tour bus bathrooms. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Back by popular demand. It's Uncle D with you. You know what the show is. Sexy, sexy, smoky, serious, sultry, synonymous with getting into things. This is Do You Belong to the City? You know what to do. Pick up the phone wherever you are. On the 47th floor, shut the door, pour a glass of something smooth, and hit me on the hip. We'll go to the phones. Miguel, you're on the air. Hello. Oh, hello. How how are you? I'm good, Miguel. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good, actually. Yeah, great. So good. So uh, I just have a couple of questions for you to figure out if you do belong to the city. Have you ever have you ever rented skates? Uh I I can't say I have. You don't belong to the city, Miguel. Thanks for calling. It's getting dark. Not just outside, but in my heart, it's Uncle D with you on this sultry Sunday, sexy night. Do you belong to the city is the only question we need to get to the bottom of. Angela, you're on the line. Hello. 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 Hi. Thanks for calling. It's nice to hear your voice. Nice to hear your voice, Uncle D. Hey, where are you? Without saying city or not, where are you tonight? I'm uh, above the clouds, up high in my high rise. Okay, you might have given it away. I have one question for you to figure out if you do belong to the city. (laughs) Which I don't even need to ask anymore, because your high rise gave it away. Gave it away. Gave it away, as night becomes day. No time to play in the city with Uncle D. You need balance in your life. You need the city. The city isn't always pretty, cats and kitties. Let's go back to the phone lines. Andrew. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, how are you? I'm, I'm good, Andrew. How are you? I got a <coughs> got a bit of a cough. Ah, COVID-like <coughs> symptoms. Have you, know, just... have you been at any exposure sites in the last week or so that you know of? <laughs> no, no, I uh, t- just took a big bong rip just before you're on the phone here. <coughs> Andrew, <coughs> one question for you. Have you ever <sighs> cut down your own Christmas tree? I have, actually. Yeah, you don't belong to the city, Andrew. Take care. 
It's your boy, Uncle D. For you and me, for all to see. It's December. Time to remember and let those embers burn down to the ground. Let the flames rise. Run a hand along some thighs. And to your surprise, you might belong to the city. We have time for one more call. Denise. It's not Denephew. It's Denise. Hello. 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 Denise, I have a few questions for you to figure out if you do belong to the city. Okay, yeah. Have you ever been to a spin class? No. Okay. Uh, Do you pay for parking? I do. Okay. One more question. It's the tiebreaker. Do you have a favorite faux joint? Oh, yeah. Faux for us down the corner. You do belong to the city, Denise. Goodbye. Nice try. Not putting one past this guy. If you pay HOA, hey, you belong to the city. Thanks for listening to Uncle D. I'll see you in seven sleeps while the city weeps and the cleaners clean the streets. What's going on under the sheets? That's for you to know and me to find out. You belong to the city. <laughs> Back by popular demand. I Legit. love that guy. <laughs> Uncle D, what a G-ball. What a G-ball. Just going down. And the, the lines are lit up for the show. Yeah, yeah. Everyone calling in because they, they probably know the answer, but they just want to hear it for sure. Um, um, Jeremy Taggart. Hey, bud. Quite a journey I had uh, to Ontario this week to work on uh, Top Secret Television Project in Sudbury, which I actually posted about last week because it's been announced. I got to work on Shorzy, the uh, nice. spinoff from Letterkenny, which if you haven't seen the show, uh, there's a character who's an expert level chirper named Shorzy who uh, rips the hockey player guys um, in a way that's really fast and funny and clever and uh, this and they is just the, show. They just show him from the back. Right? Yeah, they never show his face. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't give away any of the uh, creative of the show, but I think, I, I think it's okay to say you will see him in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was reminded this was my first plane in probably twenty months. We were two and a half hours late out of Halifax. Missed my connection to the Suds, <laughs> so I had to rent a car. And drive and tried to do the uh, one way drop off sneak, but National was like, no, no, you're not, no, you're not taking a Hyundai Sonata and leaving it in Sudbury and flying home. Nice try. You get it back here where you took it out. So you had to drive home back to Toronto. Yeah. What a, what a strange 36 hours. Um, That's a lot of driving. That's a good, what, four or five and four and a half, five hour rip? Yeah, I would say it's four plus tax. Yeah. By the time you stop for some Tim Hortons chili and um, gas up. Uh, So on the way up, got there late at night. Uh, The next morning, shot one scene and then (laughs) drove back, stayed at the airport hotel at Pearson and flew home. But it's crazy to 
be back out there road banging. I've become yeah. so comfortable and content in my bubble that going to town to go to Sobeys is like, oh man, do I have to? Yeah. So to, to travel like that and be reminded of, you're always so good natured when things go sideways, I guess, because you've probably seen every possible scenario. But I'm going to tell you, sitting still for two and a half hours of delay was probably the longest I've sat still in almost two years. And I was feeling right squirmy. Yeah, no kidding. And not to mention with uh, we're in the the throes of the concerns with the Omicron, the new freaking variant that's got cooking up a storm for the holidays. So that's yeah. the other thing where we might be back to things being, you know, not complete lockdown, but something like that. So is that so, what they're so saying? We're not quite out of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a the, they're concerned about this variant being way more contagious. So even if you are vaccinated, there's a chance you can catch it. But obviously, and hopefully, uh, this vaccine still creates antibodies enough for it to not be as severe or less of a concern. But still... Um, you know, you want to be getting those boosters ripping out now and all the kids five to 11 have to be done quick. So at least we can prepare for, uh, to flatten the curve. So the hospitals aren't, is Anna you know, booked for her shot? She is. Yeah. We yeah, got so her. Gonna, yeah. <clears throat> she was like, let's do this right now. I know. <laughs> so same. Cool. And he was fired up. Um, yeah. it is a tricky delicate dance between wanting to be aware and knowledgeable about what the reality is, but also mm -hmm. not wanting to drown in, as you know, my mom never would entertain what ifs. Well, what if it comes? Well, what if we're shut down again? Well, what if there's lockdown? Well, what if? Um, and I think a key to being happy is not exposing yourself to too much of that stuff. Like I, I know you have to read about it and be up on it, but man, it could also be a full-time job. And I don't know, I I've kind of always been of the, I guess we'll deal with it if, and when it happens sort of person. Cause yeah. I, I opened my computer yesterday and it was like, why 32 new elements of this variant might be more devastating than ever. Like, man, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean that's that's why I'm like, okay, then let's whip out the the boosters and and everything we can do to prepare for trying to keep things slightly normal right now, you know. We're, but at this point, a thousand cases in Ontario today. I'm not going. I'm not going out to restaurants or gatherings. You know that that's that's it for me for a bit again. Is it? Yeah, I wouldn't like go to a concert or a restaurant or. You know, I would order out or take out, just get the hell, stay away from, from people just until things are normalized. That's a lot of people, man. A thousand people out of what, 30 to 40,000 tests. That's like what, 3%, you know? So, um, you have to just be trying, we're trying to get through it. And uh, the bottom line is we don't want the hospitals filling up with the ICUs being jammed of people having terrible situations and not to mention the people that need surgery and need to be in the hospital for other reasons. So, yeah. Yeah. We, we just have to be proactive since we've been dealing with it now for a year plus. It's so, bananas. Yeah. It's two uh, years. It's Al Pacino. Just when we think we're out, 
They drag us back in again. Yes. What what movie so, was that? Know. Just when I think I'm out, they drag me back oh, in it's, again. Yeah, it's, it's Scar Scarface, I think. Pretty Is sure. It? Mm-hmm. How about this jam for like getting into things? <laughs> hey, you wanna just ease ease back and hang out here with me in the park? And sure. Um our our dinner was really nice. I I wasn't sure about the park for a, a second act. Oh well, Jesus. I got, I got I got my Walkman here. Do you wanna share an ear? Those headset headphones don't really stretch. Oh, come on here. Listen, it's a great song. Oh. Oh, I, I don't know. Do you know what I just remembered? I just, I literally just remembered I have a spin class in the morning that I signed up for and they, they don't give refunds, so I'm going to slip out. You know, I was saying, like, oh, I'm on fire? Because I'm on fire. Yeah. Um, I had a really nice time at Eastside Mario's. I really did. Um, but That's I can already feel... It's a good salad, eh? They freak bringing in more and the bread. I mean, I would say it was an okay salad. I got a six-inch... I'm on fire. Oh, I don't want a six-inch anything anywhere near me. Um, but thank you so much. And... Um, uh, text me, maybe. Okay. I'm just gonna hear, sit on this bench and listen to the rest of the song here. Take care now. Okay. You know what the funny thing is about music? (laughs) There's someone in the world who's like, could not be in the mood, and that song comes on, and they're like, let's get it going. You think? I'm on fire by the boss. I wonder if the boss ever throws it on to get things going with Patty. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) Remember what a scandal that was? Patty Skialfa? Yeah, right? She was the uh, backup singer at the time, and they got into things, and now they're still together. Yeah. I guess it was meant to be. Some of those songs, (laughs) though, when they came out, like, uh, and running with time in my hand. At the time, I was like, man, I don't know. But if it came on the radio now, I'd be like, song's tight, Bruce. Let's, let's jam. Just crank it. My hometown? Yeah, for but, sure. It's it, it, Yeah, that. but I feel you. Like, some people are like, they die for Bruce Springsteen, man. Like, they just can't get enough. And if you say something about him, it's fight time. Like, right. I would say... Maybe Adam Baldwin. Like, if I started saying something about Bruce Springsteen, I might get a shiner. Like, if I was trying to he be serious. He just involuntarily pop you? <laughs> yeah, just like all of a sudden. Yeah, like, he can't not hit me. Even in, I'm going to say I was in junior high when that song came out, and I was like, you're getting away with murder, Bruce, rhyming Kate and bed. Last night yeah. me and Kate, we lead in bed, talking well, about getting out. And he rhymes out but in that, South. That, but that was his shtick, it, and it always has been, like, just really super simple and utilizing uh, really simple stuff and making it great. What would Adam Baldwin say to you referring to Bruce Springsteen as having a shtick? <laughs> That's his whole shtick, man. 
Well, everybody has that. Everyone has one. Doesn't matter if you're Bob Dylan or the Beatles, you got a shtick. Um, Hornsby has a shtick for sure. Oh yeah, for I, sure. I might I might pop someone in the <laughs> eye if they had said something about Hornsby. Look, yeah, look. Oh my gosh, did you you just had that queued up? Yeah, well, like the piano, like he's one of those guys where it's like, wow, I can tell that's him. You know the way he plays. I know, and think about that for a second. I know, if, uh, having for a piano, sound that's crazy. on the piano that you hear and instantly go, I know that guy. Well, well, it's kind of busy at AF. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of his shtick, is the busy <laughs> piano rips. But my thing is, like, I like documents that are underlined, <laughs> bolded, and italicized. I'm okay with it getting busy. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen to that pattern. Like, it's just all over And then in the solo, he's triple time. Yeah. I wouldn't say that singer is the thing he does best. Are you finding the solo? Here, Here it is. Bum ba dum, doodle doodle day ba dum. Dee da ba boo doodle doom. He loves the three over four shit, the triplets. He loves that shit. But doesn't that get you fired up, this solo? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's solid. It's so solid. Man. Yeah. Like, he's such a salt. Like, that's. Remember, he uh, was a session guy before that, before yeah. he became successful, and then even went on after to, like, tour with the Grateful Dead as a piano player. Like, even Frank Mills fun. would be like, bruh. Respect. Yeah, or or the dude from Bruce Springsteen who was kind of similar piano player, like really busy but like cool. What was his name? I can't remember his name, but he passed away just a little while back. Right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man. Good na- the good natured <laughs> chuckler. <laughs> right, that's right. Hey, are you a big Bob Seeger guy? <laughs> Uh, no, I bet you're not at all. No. <laughs> right, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I could... Like, there's a couple jams I could handle his if they come on. Well, Bob Seger's generally... like a rock, right? Yeah. What else is Bob Seger? This is Against Again? the Wind? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad against jam. Against the Wind? We were running it's against not a bad... the wind. But, like, I think that... Uh, like uh, night moves is kind of, you know that's another one, old time rock and roll. Oof, that song's like, not for me. <laughs> you know what's not for me? Good is da, this da, one. Da, 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 <laughs> Turn the page. Why don't you like this one? <laughs> because it's such a inside cry, baseball crybaby ass fucking crying. What about, about wasn't being it? on the road when you're making so much money and they're like complaining about truck drivers looking at them in the truck stop? You know what I mean? Hey, here comes a bunch of hippies in here and, and they're all like, oh, they called us hippies even though they made like 500 grand last night. But didn't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor you guys. know what I mean? Like there's a truck driver who's like never going to make that much in five years. Here I go. 
and you're crying about him calling you long haired hippie. <laughs> yeah, that's not very nice, man. We're just trying to use the restroom. $400 bills fall out of his pocket and he doesn't bother to pick them up. Because <laughs> his feelings hey, are too hurt. It's very nice, man. <laughs> a bunch of money falls out and he's walking away. Buying a the bunch of chips. Pounding a hot turkey sandwich. <laughs> scraping together change. Yeah. Hey, that, you know what? People have feelings, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what, man? That's not very nice. And he's buying like $1,400 in snacks. <laughs> Why do you gotta be such a dick, man? And he goes in, they all have their own tour buses, like each. <laughs> and one for their kids. Yeah. And one for the crew. Yeah. Hey, man, what are you staring at, bro? Like, that's the reason generally why these guys can't stand you when you're walking in all, like, hungover. Right. <laughs> because you're, you're rich so loaded and, and you're, like, crying about it. Well, isn't that exactly? That ain't working. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, it. Exactly. That ain't working. That's what that's what that song yeah, is that about. He was... Mark Knopfler was at some place and he heard these guys chirping those same things like yeah. this ain't working like but they're just so mad that they got to slug, you know, televisions <laughs> and put windows in <laughs> like heavy shit carrying heavy shit around all day. Imagine a TV show where Mark Knopfler is a network executive and people show him rough cuts of TV shows and he has to say whether it's working or that ain't working. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's just the whole show. That ain't working. It ain't. It's like, hey, okay, what do you do? <laughs> well, I write scripts. <laughs> well, have you been successful? Yeah, yeah, I've had, had four or five big hits. That ain't working. That ain't working. <laughs> um, Bob oh, Seger is someone that I would put in a category with uh, who else? Like the... Uh, just take those old records off the shelf is one of my least favorite songs of all time. <laughs> yeah, um, right. it's not. <laughs> and oh, what a night was sort I know you of. Hate that one. It, yeah, that that was sort of in that category. But Carol likes Oh What a Night, and that's enough to make me revisit it. Yeah, that's true. Um, same with like the, if your kids like something, you can handle it again. And you know what? A very good friend of mine. Was always yeah, in that's... a bucket of songs I did not enjoy, but Carol likes that one too, and I'm like, eh. it's like, oh, isn't it's that like can't get a puppy? Why that... am I gonna not like that song? Isn't that Lighthouse? Isn't it Trooper? Oh yes, it's Trooper. One of those. Do you know what but I both, like both, in that song? Both Canadian. And every year we have to shed a tear. <laughs> every now and then it's gonna rain. That little walk down. I like the drum every fills. Now and then it's gonna rain. What is that? Fills in that song. There's like little Tim Bali fills and shit. In All that right, tear it, tee it up. Let's get into oh, it. Come on. What? And every year, <laughs> find it. I'm, I'm looking to get it. We're here for okay, a good time. On. That's Trooper for sure, right? Yeah, it is. A very good friend of mine. Here we go. There, right off the top, oh, right yeah. off the top. The Timbales. 
Is that the name of the drummer or the type of drum? <laughs> the type of drum. Do you like this jam? I do, yeah. It's a good jam. I think it's a good... They're, uh, it's, it's creative, too. Like, the way the drums are pretty solid. And the guitar and everything. Like, solid. The album called Knock Em Dead, Kid. Yeah. And it's a, ki- it's a kid with boxing gloves on. <laughs> like, a in the ring. A fueled idea. I know the album covers from back in the day, man. They're what? always just so whack. Where was Trooper like, from? So, uh, well, that would be another search here. I, what do you think? Out west? No, I think like one of those towns in Ontario that starts with a B. Brantford or Brampton or Brock or Brack or <laughs> Brantford. Brick. Briagra Falls. One of those. Briagra on the lake. <laughs> Okay, I'll get it dialed it right up for you. And uh, every year, we have to shed a tear. Every now and then, it's gotta <clears throat> rain. Where are they from? I'm looking at it here. Brampton? You know, it's gotta, Burlington? Dig in. Vancouver. Well, <laughs> not even totally close. Wrong. No. What other... That's what I thought out west. What other songs did they have? Uh, Trooper? Yeah. Let me dial that back in here for you, bud. Look at they you. had a lot of classics. Let's uh, hear Raise a Little Hell. Oh, yeah, classic. That's a great <laughs> song. Uh, three Dressed Up as a Nine. The Boys in the Bright White Sports yeah, Car. Yeah, That's yeah. classic. <laughs> for sure. Thin um, White Line. <laughs> what song? It was uh, April Wine that, that had I'm on fire for you, baby, right? April Wine had like thousand hits. I know. Nova <clears throat> Scotia Connections. Yeah, right. They're they're from there, right? Yeah. Or some of them, not all of them, or the whole band. Yeah, yeah. We talked the, about April Wine before. Yeah, they um, uh, Miles is from here. This oh, okay, so not all of them. No, not the Merce. I don't think so. Jerry, My- the Jerry Mercer man. Well, wait a sec. Where's he from? Mercer's know, Newfoundland but... name. <laughs> you it could is. have been a lady. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good Sign jam. of the Gypsy Queen. Roller. Just Between You and Me. Bad Side of the oh, Moon. Oh, Just Between You and Me is a girl. Wait, do I love April Wine? Yeah. Oh, what a night. Like, those are jams. <clears throat> those good are stuff. jams. How old do you think Jerry Mercer is right now? Because I have it in front of me. Jerry Mercer, I'm going to say he's, what, uh, 61? 82, but Holy shit, he's 82? Yeah. Man, I don't know nothing. Here's something else. Gerald, this is interesting. Gerald, spelled with a G. Jerry, in quotes, spelled with a J. Mercer. <laughs> yeah. As a Canadian drummer, like, why wouldn't he be Jerry with a G if his name is Gerald with a G? I don't um, know. But this is the thing that's interesting. He's best known for his work with the rock groups Mash McCon and April Wine. Oh, yeah. What is Mash oh, yeah. McCon? Mash McCann were great. Oh, it's like Pecan and Pecan. Yeah, uh, how do you Mash spell McCann? that again? Um, Mash. Yeah. M A S H. 
M-A-K-H. I got you with A-N. the H. Okay. Mash McConnell. Yeah, they had, they, they had that great As the Years Go By jam. What is that this jam? This one from the 70. Total like uh, six like 60s vibes, but it's 70, 1970. Yeah. This one. You know this one, right? I don't know. And as our years go by, true love will never die. <laughs> I don't remember this. <laughs> you never heard this? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty classic lead vocal. Wow. Yeah, man, they got that big, oh, I love you, the big breakdown, there's a big breakdown at the end of the chorus, it's it's pretty classic, here it comes up here, I think, oh no, they go to the second verse here, hold on, yeah, here it is, comes right here. You know what Isn't it sounds like 60s? to me? <laughs> what? It sounds like to me like uh, the type of jam <laughs> that would be playing while Scooby and the gang were investigating like a big spooky <clears throat> mansion. Yeah, I'm seeing like the big Haight Ashbury people with the yellow sunglasses and the yeah, tie dye clothes. So what is that? The organ? <laughs> yeah, there's an organ ripping in there. Is that what gives it that sound? It's that, it's the super reverby vocals, the guitar licks. Right. There's all kinds of stuff going on in that for that. But yeah, that was so yeah, I didn't know the Mercer was in that too. Yeah. That's Mash solid. McCon. I didn't know the name. I didn't know the word Mash McCon. Now you do. A little bit of music knowledge today in TNT. Thanks, Internet. Let's take a break, bud. Hey Bob. Hey Bud. Yeah. Guess what? What? I got I got water now. I got a full-on no working way. kitchen. Yeah, the oh, plumber oh, was in. Oh, got everything. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. definitely. I was doing the right stuff. Um, what? I I realized <laughs> yeah, as I was man. singing, "O oh, is water in French." Oh, oh nice. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, the, the, that's exciting. Everything's dialed. I uh, went in there and used a cup of coffee and rinsed it out afterwards. Yeah. It was quite a great feeling. So do you find yourself like, you know what, I'm going to boil water because we have water and I have a pan in the shelf, like just kind of test driving the kitchen? Yeah. And it's really dialed. Lisa's got it's perfect. Like it's a great kitchen. There's lots of space for everything. She's uh, got the right stuff. Yeah. You, you yeah. texted me the other day and you guys were on uh, um, an auction. What was that all about? Uh, was it a, well, she's always looking at auctions. But there was like an auction of all uh, studio gear, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was like cameras and mics and stuff. And I sent it to you thinking, well, if you were looking for anything production-wise, because they had a bunch of like great cameras and, and mics and, you know, the lapel mics and shit like that for, who knows, probably way cheaper than 
you would get it in a, in a music or something, a production, a noted production auction. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and they're also who was s- selling it? Why off, were they selling stuff? I don't know. It was just some studio was selling off gear. Also, that that Jason Momoa show, whatever the one on Apple is. That sell that set is selling everything. So there's a bunch of stuff from that. Where, what, which show was that? C or something like that. So not the one they made in Newfoundland. It might be because it's like, or maybe it was made in Toronto. But I don't know. It's whatever that guy that uh, Lord of the Lord of the Game of Thrones. Lord of the Masks. masks. They have um that's a, a blended family the, of note. The guy that's the guy that you always see him on a motorbike and then like there's a photo in the paper. Oh my god, Jason Momoa just showed up and he's just such a cool guy. Oh man. Every time, right? I, I Oh look there's Jason Momoa in Yorkville. Oh wow, he's so nice. <laughs> he's always like just smiling and sitting there. He's a big lad, right? I you always yeah, see him like for sure. He has Lenny Kravitz and see, in a headlock, and it's sort of playful. Yeah, and then there's always there's always people swooning over him constantly, right? Like this guy's just like oh yeah, he's a hot looking tuna. Everybody. Yeah, if people get so fired up over him. Yeah, my friend, um, my friend Bethanna was working with him in Newfoundland, and she had to measure him for his Aquaman suit. No way. Yeah, which, as you can imagine, is some very intimate measurements for a suit that yeah. tight. You're, like, getting close to hammer measurements when you're doing those kind of measurements. Well, I think there would have to be a kazif measurement. <laughs> there would have to be if you're trying to, like, get it dialed down It there. says on the sheet, kazif. Okay, uh, seven-inch kazif. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a lengthy kazif, but I I assume that a gentleman of that stature, you know, everything is probably to scale. Because you don't, you don't want him to bend down and do a Lenny Kravitz where it just pops out. Remember that? him <laughs> on stage that time when Lenny Kravitz bent down, his jeans popped open and just everything came flying out. His bird? Everything, yeah. Just like, bam. What do you mean everything? What else is there? Cock and balls, just like, just like coming out like a freaking jack in the box. Like it hit a clam? (laughs) No. Well, he's like, did one of those like Jimi Hendrix bend down or, you know, like our Keith Richards when they do that with the legs spread with the guitar up. Whoa. But like getting down, it just, bow. And he was like, oh man. (laughs) And there's like, it was a flood on the internet the next day. I don't know. How do you not remember that? No. But I'm just saying, you don't want Momoa to pull that in the Aquaman suit. So Lenny Kravitz's stuff. bird made an accidental appearance on stage in Sweden yesterday during his August 3rd concert in Stockholm. How, you gotta watch it. How do you, you know? What do you mean watch? There's video? Yeah, it's just Aww. a clip. And it's classic, man. Aww. His reaction to is like, oh, man. Really? But you can tell he's like, hey, he's not that upset because it's a huge hammer comes flying out. Oh, my God. So he's kind of like, oh, no, but like, oh, well, (laughs) it's not bad press. It's like advertising? (laughs) Oh, bless his heart. What a sin. How do you, like this, um... (laughs) <laughs> these uh, discoveries I don't know how you know all these things like Greg Norman and 
Yeah. Well, he said, I know, like, I know the most useless shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't use any of that, but it's fun at parties. How? <laughs> to throw out the- <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess. Because it's funny. I remember all those stupid things that people do. They're like Jeff Martin like- leather pants. And, like, he's <laughs> worn them. They could stand up in the corner of the room by themselves. So they've probably got some miles on yeah. them. Yeah. Are you saying, like, are you going down a list of, like, stuff that you've heard? Like, little known facts, or, no, maybe. Well, I guess I was just thinking leather pants in general (laughs) and how they withstand, um, you know, uh, harsh climates. (laughs) Yeah. What's that other one that when Ian Thornley handed the bus driver the bag of shit from the bathroom? Okay. That story I don't know. Well, that's more hearsay, but it's still pretty fucking gross. Yo, throw this out. What? I I don't remember the story. <laughs> that's it. That's just like I don't know where I heard it, but so he put sure to... he put a Sobeys bag over in the, the in can, like sat on it, and then <laughs> it was a bag, and then he handed it to the driver. <laughs> That's not cool. No, that's why I'm not sure. If, like, if it maybe it was like to the garbage, or I don't know if what he wanted to do, throw it out the window. I don't know. Okay, not to be <laughs> not to be gross, but if <clears throat> if people are up all night having a few drinks, and and we've sort of talked about having to use the restroom on a bus and how number two is not allowed. What are the yeah. what are the acceptable? Uh, uh, rules. Well, there's. Are the, you allowed to I say you, could, you have to pull over? Please pull over. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. So pull over. Hopefully, pull over at a at a truck stop for the real garbage. Right. To throw it out. It's so nasty. does maybe that's what turn the page is about. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everyone using the restroom in the place. And they're like, guys, come on. <laughs> Have you ever Taking, been on a tour bus where it's okay to do that? No. No, it's not. No. Maybe like single, like if it's one person and they have like a crazy system on the bus, but it would like it's uh even in the when you stay in nice trailers, they're always saying like don't don't take a dump in there. Yeah. Like you know that, right? You, yeah. you just can't because it, it fucks with the whole system. Yeah. You can't put solids in something that's like, uh, you know, uh, it's basically a, a what you call it, like a, a those dumpsters that you see at the side of the road of construction. Like that's what you're dealing with. You know, there's no uh, there's no fancy way of making shit disappear. No, I guess that's <laughs> you know? the point. It has to go somewhere, and it's much easier yeah, to dispose can't just of si- liquid. Yeah. And lumpy greasiness, like sitting for a long period of time, is just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I'm sure there's like million dollar uh, plumbing systems on some of those like crazy tour buses where it's not an issue, but I, they still have to dump it. Yeah, you know exactly. But whatever. Well, on a film set, for example, you would invite um, people to come empty the tanks every couple of days, right? Because those tanks fill. 
Like yeah. if, if you're on location somewhere for several weeks, um, you would have a septic company come in and empty it. So that it is possible, but it yeah. does create a problem for the driver. And especially if, uh, you know, you're on the move and you don't know where to, cause there are places you can empty them properly. But I think it's probably Not just the Dave, Ma- the Dave Matthews sneak. Yeah. Just on the, the Chicago tour boat getting crushed. So with shit and piss. gross. <laughs> well, hopefully it was just number one. Piss. Yeah. Carter Bulford, big star, taking a piss. Who's that? The, dr- the drummer. Oh. God, all those guys just Plus, crushing there's a huge lot. pisses. There's a, that's a big band, too, isn't it? They're tall. Yeah, they're tall. There's a bunch of tall. The bass player guy's all huge. Yeah, they're all big dudes. The Why? sax player. Why does Everybody. the fact that they're big have any bearing on the story? <laughs> well, it's just big pisses coming down. Right. Raining upon the, the tour boat. How mad oh, look would at the you bridge. be? Oh my Christ! You imagine getting hit with piss? Oh God! Like day old. Oh my God! No, Especially it's a nice sunny no. day. You're looking up like a that's <laughs> that's heinous. What happened in the end? Did um did they must have gotten some money? Did they? I'm sure. Yeah. Well, they got fined big time. It was the driver, not the band's fault. It was yeah. just some stupid driver that thought that would be a good okay thing to do <clears throat> he probably did it all the time because that that uh that bridge was graded right so they they would just probably can be that was his move My going gosh. into chicago just happened to be some traffic underneath so the 14th anniversary of this was in 2018 of the piss dump yeah uh <laughs> Back in the late 90s, early aughts, Dave Matthews Band was a thing. Uh, they leave the van behind for a tour bus as they get bigger. Um, instead of peeing in a bucket. Is that... Oh, dude. That's never occurred to me before. In the early days, in a van, yeah. I, I guess you just stop, right? There's no makeshift. Oh. No, pissing in bottles. I've done it many a time. Really? It's the worst. Yeah, when you're trying to get to another city and everybody eventually, but not at the same time, has to go, that becomes something that happens. Right, yeah, because it's not like you get in sync. Yeah. Gatorade bottle, bud. So do you... Best one. Do you monitor... Gatorade bottle's the best Wide mouth? Yeah, exactly. Instead of like the little can or the small bottle no, top it. where you have to be like super precise or it's a nightmare no Gatorade would be good or um, uh, Arizona iced tea <laughs> like some of those bigger bottles the bottle better be a bottle yeah bot- like Snapple yeah <laughs> but that's get, you're, you're kind of risking it if you'd have to go bad why because <laughs> if you, you don't want to fill it up either like sometimes you're like I gotta piss so bad you could fill two Snapple bottles <laughs> My gosh, the stuff about being That's on the road that people don't think about. The Gatorade is the move. I wonder if they know that. Who? Like the Gatorade people. Like ev- oh, yeah, right? They've been made it like that? Yeah. No, for sure. It's the worst. It's the worst, though, when you're on the road and you you got to stop. Or like just when you're in a small van, it's, yeah. That's well, one of the things that's not fun. Well, that's bathrooms. what um, 
that's why traveling on the bus is great. Because yeah, big the time. Girls can slip into the restroom while we're driving. Wonderful. Yeah. We're getting the Such a uh, difference. We're getting the um, truck rigged to tow behind the bus because we're hoping Ooh. to hit the road on a big adventure once the world opens up and yeah. uh, combine some of my work in the States with like an education homeschool on the road adventure. Nice. Yeah. I dig it. What's How about this jam? No, oh, hold on. I don't hear nothing. <laughs> well, I want dip it, dip it, dip it, dip <laughs> Right? You make my dreams come true? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, Max from Arkell's really kind of got a Daryl Hall vibe. Yeah, he does. Right? Yeah, he does. It's coming along. Yeah, that's a compliment. Like, enthusiasm-wise, for sure. Yeah. Good stuff. And bopping. <laughs> Just bopping. Good rhythm. Gotta have the good rhythm in the singing. So it's I, the sneaky I, bits. I was looking up um, Blue-Eyed Soul Singers, because I think I've always heard that uh, phrase associated with Daryl Hall. Um, and someone that, uh, came up on this list that, that I don't even know what happened to them is Paul, uh, what's his name? Oh, if you can't solve any problems, Paul Young. Paul Young? Yeah, I remember him. Simply Red uh... is on this list, holding back the ears. And ya boy, Phil Collins, cover of You Can't Hurry Love (laughs) is on this Blue Eyed Soul list. How about this one for that? Roxy. Brian Ferry. Roxy music? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's like mainlining nostalgia. Right? Instantly, you're like Adidas bag on the bus. Does this take you back to like, was this like 1982 or something? I don't know. Is it called More Than This? Yeah. Sounds like someone's stepping on him a little bit. Yes, it's great. I guess that was a breakup, eh? That band when he split and went solo, and because he kind of sounded similar, his own stuff. It's a tough break. I call that a tough break when the the singer leaves and it's the same kind of music. Yeah, that's a tough break. Um, <laughs> uh, Slave to Love, right? From Nine and a Half Weeks. That was Brian Ferry. What yeah. other songs did Brian Ferry have? I don't know, but like I wasn't really a fan of him, but I know he was banging on his own. And it sounded the same to me. Yeah. Kind of like when Lionel Richie left the Commodores. Tough break. <laughs> In 2010, you Paul Young you're... recorded and released a new track called Comeback, a duet he did with electronic dance music act Chicane. 
The single was a sample of like Young's so? 83 hit, Come Back and Stay. <laughs> Man, he's still imagine touring. You're like, imagine you're like the guys in the Commodores, like, ah, nothing going to happen with this solo shit. <laughs> and he's coming, you hear hello on the radio. Oh. You're like, no, man, it's over. It's like the equivalent of Don Henley, the same vibes. Like, oh, no, man, that's a tough break. Yeah, famous last words. I don't care what you do, Don. (laughs) Go for it, Don. (laughs) What was Lionel Richie's first, like, solo album? I'm going to look here. Lionel got away with some things. Like, hello, uh, Say You, Say Me from the White Knight soundtrack. I think it's this one. We were talking about that recently. So it would be... What? My Love. Oh, yeah. That's early solo Lionel. Oh, so it's really mellow, eh? Yeah, like Ballerina Girl and Penny Lover. Those are both great jams. To slow dance to a Fairview Junior High. See his first records, like all love jams. Yeah. And can't slow down as this was his first like let's get into things. Yeah. All night long. This is um, this is an all timer for me. Instant mood setter. Yep. Well, because it's uh got some serious tracks on it i was uh listening to crazy percussion i was listening to smartless and they were interviewing jerry seinfeld and he was saying changing your shirt or splashing water on your face is a good reset move yeah this song is an instant reset for me talk me right off the ledge because it's it's like seven minutes too right yeah it's like super long <laughs> He's yes, like, it's evocative and provocative. <laughs> Party. Yes. What is it? Party? Karamu? Yeah, and I think it's a made up, isn't it? That one word? Karamu? Or does that. <laughs> <laughs> Liming. Like, I don't know what it means, but at the same time, I do Lime. know exactly what it means. Karamu. <laughs> I'm going to karamu. No, jumbo jumbo is like mumbo jumbo. That's what it is. This part. Jumbo jumbo. <laughs> yeah, that's just like it was a throwaway word. <laughs> just gibberish. Good stuff. <clears throat> huh. Jumbo Jumbo. So yeah, that was a jam for sure. I would, uh, listening back to that, like he knew he had some cooks, some cooking. Karumu, uh, karamu is the Swahili word, word for party. Yeah. yeah, the Jumbo Jumbo was the Mumbo Jumbo. Jumbo Jumbo. <laughs> but no one knew how jumbo to say juice. like, I don't know about Jumbo Jumbo, Lionel. I don't know about that. Lionel, like, he could just... Coast on vibes. <laughs> I, this has also got the vibes at the top. Tina Turner. What's <laughs> love got to do with it? Yeah. With the do 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 do. Similar vibes as the uh, Lionel Richie. Wow, it is. Yeah. 
<laughs> Rose Cousins did a cover of this last year that's banging. Yeah? It's a good song. It's a great song. Carol's seen Tina Turner in concert a few times. Have you ever seen her? No, I heard she's fantastic. Yeah. Like Paul McCartney level stamina. Yeah. Mm. I like the I like the bass line. Some crazy backtrack there. It's great the singing. Bass and drums are solid. <clears throat> There's someone Good else stuff, that you but... definitely know who it is the second you hear her singing. Well, even though that old footage of like her with Ike Turner, like the shows and the like you said, the dancing and the like just the energy. Ridiculous. Yeah. You don't want to watch a map sure. stand there for two hours, I'll tell you that for free. No. Like what? Like, uh, well, that was like when I first saw Oasis. I'm like, instead of everybody jumping around on stage, it was actually kind of refreshing to see guys just stand there. Was it? Well, because when they came out in the early 90s, it was all mosh pits and j guys jumping around. Like, remember Pearl Jam when they first were out? Like, the way they jumped around on stage, it was like a gymnastics almost. And then all of a sudden, Oasis comes out there, and they're just all standing in the same place. It was actually pretty intense. In it was very, it made a statement like that. By their so deliberate different. snubbing of the jumping around? Yeah, for sure. They were all like the Joy Division guy without the dancing. Was <laughs> Oasis overrated? No, man, that first record had some bangers on it. Yeah. I think they were good, the great songs, but I do believe uh, it was them in interview that took them to the next level. The way that they were just so funny and like harsh and just saying whatever they felt, that's what took them everywhere. Like if they didn't talk crap, then they would probably not have been near, they would have been more like a, in spiral carpets or stone roses, like still great, but not the same level of, of massiveness. Around right. The People world. bought into that brother rivalry. Yeah. They're like what they would, they were getting prep the biggest press because they would say just like they would come to New York and then just start ripping everybody <laughs> in New York, you know, or whoever, just talking shit about everybody. And it was just, in a way that it wasn't like overdone and sounded, uh, it was just funny. There was just always a, some kind of humor in it. Because generally, if you talk shit about people, you you stop getting press. You know, people stop get start getting sick of that. But they were just so funny all the time, or like getting in fights together in public interviews, like just fantastic. That's the good stuff right there. Oh yeah, just saying whatever you feel and like, and, and also blowing yourself up and acting like a dumb dumb. Maybe that's what we should do, bud. Just start orchestrate some shoving matches. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have to go see their shows because you never know when one of them's gonna snap. Yeah, all of a sudden they start fighting. <laughs> that would be great. I want to do that and just like go ten minutes, like full on, and then just okay, we're guys. Just we're joking, just, bots. It's a work. 
Yeah, they come back from what you just called me, though. Yeah. <laughs> One of those, like... I know we're playing and everything, but damn. That was really hurtful? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like when you it's have like, a dream about someone that's not great and you see them and you're still kind of mad at them the next day? Even though it didn't well, really no. Like a ma- or if you're just like, okay, let's pretend to have a fight. And then you actually start saying stuff that you you know would be believable in some form. <laughs> Next thing you know, you you hate each other for real. Wouldn't that be uncomfortable? Like even <laughs> yeah. if you're doing it as a bit, like to prank some buds at a live show. Yeah, seven minutes oh, of man. bickering. <clears throat> no, that would be awful. It would be it would be stressful. So not in the spirit of what we do. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But it's it, when Oasis talked, it was always entertaining. And it was very sure. clear that it was not just playing. So you're, you're on your way to Boston. You better get going, bud. Yeah, bud. Carol and yeah. I are hitting the road, but some uh, MMA fighters are training at our house, so don't even think about it. Exactly. They're always in there. First time hitting time. the open road in a, a while uh, together, the two of us. I'm going for a work thing just for a day or two. And then back. But yeah, we have the open road ahead of us, and maybe I'll fire some of these jams on our playlist. Yeah, do it. Get get into things, man. Have a great week. Thanks, bud. See you, bud. John, bud. <laughs>